Hey, it's Greg Brady. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today for January the 12th. Well, more information on the teen girls that allegedly murdered a person experiencing homelessness before Christmas. And more concern that police are thinking they were being violent in the hours prior. They're looking for help. And we have a question for you beyond the help that the police are looking for and where this particular criminal proceeding goes. Do we have a right to know more about them? Do we need to protect their identities? Do we need to talk about what communities they came from, how they met? Some of this will come out during a trial, which I don't think there will be a publication ban for it. But do we have a right to know? Not necessarily as taxpayers, but just from a bit of an ethical, moral code that we would have within our own communities. It's an interesting question. I want to get your feel for it as well. I'll give you my thoughts on it right now on Toronto Today. Too much has gone viral in Toronto of a negative brand in the last few months. There was obviously the the high-rise um, set of murders. Like in Essa, how else would you describe it? The 70-year-old guy who was about to be kicked out of his condo um, goes on a murderous rampage in the building itself. And that followed a weekend in which 18 girls were charged in a swarming death of a homeless man. Um what we know now, there's two things that we know now, and there were two theories that I had about it before Christmas. We were talking about it with you know relatives, people you'd see at uh, the Christmas holidays. We went away um, with two other couples and talked about that particular uh, crime. <laughs> we found some lighter moments beyond that, but we did talk about that. And, uh, and there are two things that jumped off the page for me. Um, before I get to the new stuff about w- what they're, what these other teen girls are alleged to be suspects in. And the one was, the one was people didn't want the parents held responsible. They didn't want anything about what these, and I, this is saying this, so people are allowed to have those opinions. They didn't want the parents to be basically liable, especially from a financial perspective, for in some kind of wrongful death suit based on what the teens did. They didn't. Um, These parents absolutely would have questions the rest of their life. They would maybe say, well, my girl wasn't as responsible as the other seven were, or these two weren't as responsible as the other six were. That's one thing. The other thing is discussing the Youth Criminal Act and the common prevailing perception. And we shouldn't be afraid to talk about this And we really shouldn't be afraid to label this as a political discussion. If you're left, you think this. If you're right, you think that. People are people at the end of the day. And I would make the case in this case, an evil act is an evil act in anybody's name. And it makes no difference to me. You can argue about arbitrary degrees of evil. You can say, well, there's Greg, there's blurred lines about what an evil act really is. If I have to choose between one thing being more evil than another, What's the point of even choosing at that particular point? Evil's evil, okay? And this alleged act is an evil, heinous, horrific act. And by the way, when people commit these acts in their adults, and when people commit these these acts in their adult males, we don't terribly worry about, well, the, the, where did the system let this person down? We don't talk about that. We make people accountable for what they do, what they say, what they do, and how they respond after something's been done. This isn't a nine-year-old stealing a chocolate bar from Shoppers Drug Mart. This isn't a 12-year-old spraying graffiti on a school. It's murder. 
the cops deemed that it was murder. And it might be a lot more than that. And that leads to what they're suspected of doing beyond what they were accused of doing and charged with doing back in late December. Here's police detect- Toronto Police Detective Terry Brown explaining the initial charges and the um, investigation of the eight girls. It's learned very early on that uh, the suspects involved in this were being described as uh, eight young females. And as a result of quick work by officers in 52 Division, these females were able to be located and apprehended and were subsequently uh, brought to 52 Division where they faced a charge and are facing a charge of second degree murder in relation to the death of a now 59-year-old male who is a resident of Toronto. And we learned his name uh, last week. His name is Ken Lee, 59 years old. I can't, by the way, I can't tell the photo of Ken Lee if that's really recent. He looks a lot younger than 59. If that's an old photo, that's an old photo. But there's not a lot of wear and tear. And you're just going, this person had a life. He lived his years out. And uh, what a horrific, horrific demise to meet. Um, It's not pretty for many of us uh, when we pass away. This is beyond description, beyond description. And I'd like to know from you, and you can text me at 416-870-6400 here. Do we need, do we deserve to know who these people are, regardless of age? Do we want to know where they came from? Do we want to know the communities? Does that piece things together for us in sort of understanding how safe our own communities are? Like, it's one thing and we say, well, this happened downtown in front of the Novotel Hotel or this happened downtown near Union Station. I think we want to know when people that could do this live next door to us or not. I don't know that we play the, well, I pay taxes and I have a right to that information. Well, we don't have a right to all information. But as I said, I, I, don't, I maybe don't need to know who the 12-year-old was that sprayed graffiti on my elementary school. I'm using that as a hypothetical, by the way. I don't need to know the 14-year-old that got nabbed for shoplifting. I don't even need to know the 16-year-old that broke into my neighbor's garage. I don't need to know all those things. This is murder and maybe more. That's the best way I can put it. So do we have a right to know? You can make the case that we're too protective of young criminals. I'm all with you there. And again... I've never been able to figure out. There's two things I've never been able to figure out why they're political. One is one is protecting the planet. One is that. And, and one is basically being logical about it, not being too extreme this way, not ignoring some of the signs the other way. Never understood that. Why is that political? Why is that political to try and extend our time on our planet? And the other is crime and punishment of young people. I've never understood why someone who's 16, who can drive, who, who has many rights. I've never understood why we treat them like they're a five-year-old and they didn't know what they did. I've never understood that. And I also would make the case, because many are starting to, our system in general in Canada is too lenient on adults. It's too much about second chances. We've got to rework bail. We've got to rework parole. And by the way, you've heard me say it. I want a lot fewer people in prison than are in prison right now. If you're nonviolent, you shouldn't be in prison. I don't have to worry about you on the street if you are a shoplifter. I don't have to worry about you on the street if you sold drugs. I'm not going to buy your drugs. You're not going to steal from. I don't have a store for you to steal from. But I want you locked up if you're going to steal my car. I want you locked up if you're going to mug my son on the way home walking home from school. Parole and bail systems need to be reworked. I'm asking this question. Do we have a right to the information about who these people are regardless of their age? 
Do we get to know where they came from? Now, I don't want, I don't need to know their parents and where they work and their motives and all that stuff. That's going to come out in the trial. And by the way, I sure don't expect there to be a publication ban about this. I don't think there's going to be a publication ban. And I didn't think these girls were going to get parole. I didn't think, or bail. I did not think they were going to get bail. I know one has already. I think this is less likely now based on the new information we have. These girls, by the way, suspects in random TTC assaults. And police are looking for help for anybody from that Saturday night. This is, by the way, 10 p.m. midnight, December 17th. If you were at Queens Park, subway stop, St. Patrick, the one with all the shamrocks, Osgood, St. Andrew and Union, Queens Park, St. Park, uh, St. Patrick, Osgood, St. Andrew and Union, police want to know. Because law enforcement, the law enforcement source pushed this out there. They weren't authorized to speak publicly on this, but they certainly wanted this out in the airspace. They think they're suspects in more assaults. And I bet you they've got footage. And I bet you they want to hear from the public because this will just fortify the case that they have against these eight. What's your thought? Do we need to know more? Should we know more? Do we have a right to know more about who committed such a grievous act allegedly in our city? Because if it was... Eight dudes who are 28, we'd know a lot more about them than we do right now.